Blog Talk Radio. Okay, Advantage Janet Taylor, you have the mic. Hello? Sound check testing one, two. Sister Taylor, can you hear me? Hello. Chapman Durden, can you hear me? Clearly. Okay, Sister, uh, Sister Taylor, can you hear me? Hello. Sound check testing one. Evangelist Taylor, can you hear me? She's probably somewhere in the house in the in in the cell phone or somewhere else in the house. Hello. Is, is Hello, Taylor? Apostle. Yes, let yes, me ma'am. hang up and call you right. Stand by. We have technical problems. Dr. Poulton says good evening, Chapman Durden. Good evening, Dr. Poulton. God bless you. Hello? Uh, yes, ma'am. I, I was on Apostle. I don't know why you couldn't hear me. We know who that is. Yeah, we do know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do know. Go ahead on, run the show, Sister Taylor. I'm going to sit back and uh, listen. I'm in the room with okay. you. Go ahead. Okay. All right. All right. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry. We are so excited and thankful to uh, have you with us on tonight. We are thanking God for this opportunity to share the word of God with you. You all know that I love to open by blowing the shofar, so I'm going to do that now, and then I will give you all of the particulars about how to reach us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We are blowing the trumpet in Zion and sounding the alarm. It's time to wake up the sleeping church. It's time to wake up the body of Christ. And so I want to thank you all for being with us tonight. Um, This is Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. You can reach us on the web at www dot walls of fire deliverance min dot com uh, our mailing address if you choose to use snail mail is PO Box one one four eight Walkertown North Carolina two seven one oh five and the um if you want to send a donation you can by PayPaling us and using the email address of J E T two four five at MSN dot com you can also send the donation through Zelle, again, through JET245 at msn.com. We want you to know that we're excited about tonight's program, and so I want to welcome everyone who is listening under the sound of my voice. Well, it's amazing that we're all here And God has blessed us to be in this one room together. So what I want to do is just give you the topic 
of tonight's message, and then we're going to get right into the Word of God. Our topic for tonight is Arise and Shine. We're coming out of Psalm, I mean Isaiah 60, verses 1 and 2. So those of you that have your Bibles, please turn with me to Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 and 2. Amen. And the word of the Lord reads thusly. <clears throat> Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Glory be to God. So tonight's message is, it's time to rise and shine. Glory be to God, because God ain't through with you yet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, when God gave me this message, I, I was just so excited because, you know, there's a lot going on in our world today. In the midst of all of this, we have to remember that God is still on the throne and he is in control. Despite all that's happening, all that has happened, and all that will happen in your life, still loves you and he wants to use you. And God wants to bless you. The Bible says it is the Lord's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. I know you've been through a lot, and it would be so easy for you to just sit down and have a good old pity party right about now. But God is saying instead of that, he's saying to the people of God that it's time for you to rise and shine you got to move forward, glory be to God, because God ain't through with you yet. So we ain't got time for no pity parties. we got to gird up our loins. You know, it amazes me how thin-skinned the people of God are. Some people have been saved for years, and they still get so easily offended over this and over that and hurt feelings and don't nobody like me, and all this old foolishness, and people are plunging into hell while you're some, sitting somewhere having a pity party. So I have blown the shofar tonight because it is a symbol. The shofar is a symbol. It is it's actually the trumpet. Glory be to God. And when you hear the shofar, the Bible says, sound the alarm and blow the trumpet in Zion, and that is the sound to wake up the church, wake up the sleeping church. So I want to go through this uh, bit by bit to break this down. Now, the first word in here is arise. Glory be to God. <clears throat> and what God is saying is um, to arise means to get up from a sitting position or a reclining position. It means to stand up and to be stirred up, to be moved and motivated, to awake out of slumber, to prepare for action. And so instead of sitting around moping and moaning and murmuring and complaining, 
time for us as believers in the body of Christ to arise. Glory be to God. We got to get up, dust ourselves off, and get going. Um, You've already been here long enough. In the book of Deuteronomy, glory be to God, Deuteronomy in the first chapter, the Bible says that the children of Israel got stuck in a place called Horeb, Mount Horeb. And the Lord said unto them, he spoke unto Moses, and he said, ye have dwelt long enough in this mount. Some people been stuck in the same mess long enough, been stuck there for years. You ain't got delivered. You haven't been set free. You've been going to church, and you've just been going and going and going, but nothing has changed. And God said it's time to rise and shine. Glory be to God, because God ain't through with you yet. you got to move forward. You cannot stay where you are. And so God told the children of Israel, it was an 11 days journey, but they ended up in Mount Horeb for 40 years. They stayed there, and they were going round and round and round and round the same mountain. And that's the way some people are in the body of Christ, just going through the same motions, going through the same problems. It's the same devil that keeps tripping you up, the same unclean spirit that keeps attacking you, the same mess. It's always the same. It ain't nothing new. But God is saying you have been in this place long enough. It's time for you to arise to get up from where you are and to get going. It's time to move forward. Glory be to God. He said, turn you and take your journey and go to the Mount of the Amorites and unto all the places nigh unto, in the plain, in the hills, in the vale, in the south, by the seaside, to the land of the Canaanites, and unto the uh, Lebanon, unto the great river, the river Euphrates. And then he went on to say, I have set the land before you. God said, I've already done everything. I've already given you all the tools. I've already equipped you. I've already made the way. But you still sitting up bellyaching, and God is saying, arise and shine and get going because God is not through with you yet. He said, I have set the land before you to go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. And so many people in the body of Christ, instead of going in to possess what God has for them, they're allowing the devil to come in and possess them. And this is not the way it is supposed to be. Glory be to God. So he said, go unto the land which I swear unto your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them. You don't even have to buy the land. God's already given it to you. You don't even have to, uh, the ministry, he's already given it to you, uh, the anointing. He's already given everything that you need to go in and do what God has called you to do. He has already supplied it. So all you have to do is get up and get going. Glory be to God in the highest. So uh, when we look at the word arise, I want to share some scriptures with you 
concerning this word arise. Now, if we look at Genesis chapter 13 and verse 17, the word arise is in that scripture. And this is what it says. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, for I will give it unto thee. But the first thing is you got to arise. You got to get up. You can't stay here no more. You can't sit here no more. You can't wallow in pity no more. You can't, uh, uh, you just can't stay here no more. It's time, some people have gotten stuck in uh, certain places in their walk with God. And uh, you have become uh, so used to it now that you've accepted uh, whatever the enemy's been attacking you with. And some people say, well, that's just the way it is. No, that's not just the way it is. You got to get up, glory be to God, and walk in the land. Go in the direction that God is telling you to go. All right, let's look at Joshua, Joshua 1 and 2, uh, where the Lord spoke to Moses, and he said, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, <clears throat> unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Again, it requires, God has already done his part, but it requires you to do your part in order to receive what God has for you. And what you and I have to do is arise. Glory be to God in the house. Just got to get up. Yeah, so you messed up. So you made a mistake. So you, you know, failed. But God said, get up. Get up from there. Glory be to God. Arise. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And then let's look at Mark, the 2, verses 1 through 12. And um, the Lord says, arise, take up thy bed, and walk. He spoke to the paraplytic man who four of his friends had brought him to Jesus. And <clears throat> they knew, <clears throat> excuse me, that Jesus uh, could heal this man. He was a paralytic, and so Jesus was in a house church preaching. And uh, these four friends uh, carried this man on a stretcher to Jesus. And the Bible says that the house was packed. People came from everywhere because Jesus was in the vicinity. It's amazing how people understood even then how how uh, how who Jesus was and all that he could do. They knew if we can just get to Jesus, glory be to God, everything's going to be all right. So these four friends, when they saw, the Bible said the house was packed even to the door. And when they saw that they could not get this man into this house, the Bible says they took him up on the roof and they tore apart the roof and let the man down through the roof. Glory be to God. I wish I had four friends like that. I wish I could count four friends in my life like that who would just go through any length to get me to Jesus. If I was sick or if I was in need of something or if I was in a situation, I wish I had four friends, glory be to God, 
who would get me to Jesus. You know, uh, not all of this crying and, and all of this feeling sorry for me. I don't need that. The devil is not moved by our tears. What the devil is moved by is your faith, glory be to God. That's what moves the devil. When he see that you are not moved, the Apostle Paul said, none of these things move me. They told Paul, don't go up to Jerusalem. They told him, this is what's going to happen to you. And they wept and they cried. And Paul said, what, what in the world is this? He said, what do you mean by carrying on? He said, whatever awaits me in Jerusalem. He said, none of these things move me. Glory be to God. We got to get that kind of faith, glory be to God, because that's the kind of faith that moves mountains. Glory be to God. So what happened was that these four friends let this man down through the roof, and Jesus marveled at their faith. Glory be to God. And he spoke to the man, and he said, thy sins are forgiven. And he healed the man. Now, there were some in the room got a little bit indignant with him, saying, well, who is this uh, uh, that's forgiven sins? Only God could do that. And they didn't even know that he was God. Glory be to God. And so the man was healed. The Bible says immediately he did what? He arose and took up his bed and walked. So you can't get nothing done uh, uh, laying around, murmuring and complaining. You can't get nothing done. You got to get up. Glory be to God. So again, the scripture says, arise and shine. Glory be to God. And the first step is get up from there. Get up from that pity party. Get up from feeling sorry for yourself. Get up from murmuring and complaining. Get up out of that same old sin. You know, I often tell this story. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, when I share my testimony, I tell about, uh, it's a five-chapter story, and, and, and I'm going to give you the short version. It says that, um, you know, I went down the street, and I fell into the hole. And um, I went down the street again, and somebody pushed me in the hole. And I go down the street, and I trip and fall into the hole. And I go back down the street, and I slip and slide into the hole. Chapter 5, I don't go down that street no more. I just don't go down that street no more because I've got a revelation about this street and the hole. Every time I go down this street, I end up in the hole. So I have to arise and go another way. Glory be to God. If what you're doing ain't working, you need to go another way. Glory be to God. But make sure it is the way of the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we're going to keep moving. And then the word of the Lord says, shine. Arise and shine. Glory be to God. And the word shine means to illuminate. It is showing the way. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. That's Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, because Jesus said, ye are the light of the world. Glory be to God. And, you know, light illuminates darkness. Darkness has to go when light is present. Light and darkness cannot inhabit the same place, glory be to God. So you're either going to be light 
or you're going to be darkness, one or the other, but it won't be both. Glory be to God. So let's look at uh, Numbers, Numbers 6 and 25. This is what is known as the Aaronic uh, benediction. This is the benediction that Aaron prayed. And he said in verse 25, uh, the Lord make his face to shine upon you. Glory be to God. And I found that particular verse throughout the psalm. Glory be to God. What does that mean, the Lord make his face to shine upon you? I'm going to give you uh, an example of that. When Moses asked God to see his face, glory be to God. God told him that no man can see my face and live. But he said, I'm paraphrasing here. He said, but i tell you what I'm going to do. He said, I'll put you in the cleft of the rock. He said, and I will let all of my goodness pass before you. Now, Moses asked to see God's face, and, and God said, I'll let all my goodness pass before you. But Moses could not behold the face of God. Glory be to God. So Moses went up in the mountain talked with God, met with God, and the Bible says that God passed by the place where he had put Moses in the cleft of the rock, and he let his tender part uh, 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 pass by. Glory be to God. And we know the story that when Moses got through talking with God and came down out that mountain, he had to put a veil on his face because the glory of God was on him, and he was, his, the Bible says his face shone. Glory be to God. So we want the Lord to make his face to shine upon us. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. When the face of God is shining upon us, everything is good. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So we always want the face of God to shine upon us. Again, that's found in Psalm 37 and 16. Make thy face to shine upon thy servant. People prayed that way because they wanted uh, whatever was on God, the glory of God. It's his reflection. Glory be to God to shine upon us. Hallelujah. And then let's look at John chapter 1 and verse 5. It says, the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Glory be to God. As I said earlier, light and darkness cannot fellowship together. I remember my cousin, uh, she was dating someone, and um, she told me she was getting ready to get married. And I said, is he a Christian? And she said, he was a Muslim Christian. And I said, there's no such thing. There is no such thing. I said, either he can be a Christian or a Muslim, but he cannot be a Christian Muslim. There's no such thing. You see how people like to compromise? They like to try to dress something up and fix it up. But if you know the word and the word of God is in you, you can just speak the truth. I didn't have a problem telling her there was no such thing. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So that covers uh, 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 shine, the word shine. And then it says, for thy light is come. Glory be to God in the highest. And the word light means the natural agent that stimulates sight and makes things visible. You see, we need the light. 
so that we can see. And who is that light? That light is Christ. He said, I am the light of the world. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And when he came into the earth, he came in and he exposed the darkness. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So the light that we're talking about, the light exposes the darkness. For thy light is come. Glory be to God in the highest. And we thank God. The light came. Jesus, his name is Jesus. He is the light of the world. Glory be to God. And he came, oh God, to shine and to illuminate the way and to show us the way. Uh, The scripture tells us in Psalm uh, 105, it says that uh, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Glory be to God. And truly, I can say that because once uh, I became a Christian, I got into the word, and the word began to illuminate the way. Now, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but it's not the right way. And so I I knew a way, but it wasn't the right way. And then when I got saved, the word began to show me the right way, which is the way of God, the way of righteousness, and the way of holiness. Glory be to God. So I've already given you Psalm uh, 119 and 105. Now, uh, listen at this. It says, walk in the light as he is in the light. That's First John 1 and 7. Glory be to God. So we want to walk in the same manner that Jesus walked. We want to walk in righteousness and holiness. As, as a matter of fact, he said, be ye holy, First Peter 1 and 16. He said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Glory be to God. And Jesus said himself, I am the light of the world in John 8 and 12. Uh, John 1 and 5 tells us that the light shineth in darkness. Now, the enemy, he does not like the light because light exposes darkness. Glory be to God. This is why most crime is committed under the cover of night because people don't want to be seen. But my aunt told me, she said, uh, uh, night has a thousand eyes. That means when you think don't nobody see you, somebody is looking right at you. There's always somebody somewhere peeping out the window, and they see you. This is how so many criminals have gotten caught, because they thought nobody saw them because they were under the cover of night. But somehow there was somebody somewhere looking, glory be to God, and saw them. Hallelujah. And then Jesus said in Matthew 5 and 14 that we are the light of the world. Glory be to God. So when we work on these jobs and we go in these places and there's darkness in there, but we are the light. We carry the light. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And that is why people on many of these jobs will not like you because they see that light in you. That darkness in there don't want to give up that territory. But if you walk in the light, if you possess the light, you can't help but shine. Glory be to God. And um, so God is saying, let your light shine <coughs> before men that men may see your good works and glorify God. 
see, the light glorifies God because really the light is a reflection of God. Glory be to God in the highest because God is light and in him there is no darkness. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Psalm 27 and 1 tells us that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You know, most of the time, uh, people are afraid in darkness because you really can't see your way and you don't know if you're going to stumble or something like that. But the Lord is our light and our salvation. So he will uh, illuminate our way. He will show us the way that we should go. Glory be to God in the highest. In Isaiah 58 and 8 says, then shall thy light break forth. You see, when you come into the light, then thy light shall break forth. When you come into salvation and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, then your light is going to break forth. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And John 9 and 5 tells us, I am the light of the world. And this is what God wants us to do. Walk in the light. Glory be to God as he is in the light. And if we walk in the light, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And this is why he said, come out from among them. You see, the world is in darkness, but the children of light are to walk in the light. Come out from among them. Come out of the darkness. Come out of sin. Sin is darkness. Glory be to God. Come out of that. Glory be to God. And come into the light. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. And it says, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. What is the glory? The glory is a reflection upon man which testifies of being in God's presence. I have been in worship services, my God, and you rarely see this anymore, where the glory of the Lord came down and literally the preacher couldn't preach, the choir couldn't sing, the ushers couldn't usher. Everybody laid prostrate upon their face because of the presence the tangible presence of the Lord was in the place. And I'm telling you, the only thing you can do is worship and weep at his feet. It reminds me of the woman who had the alabaster box, glory be to God, found in Luke chapter 7, glory be to God. This woman, she was in the presence of Almighty God, and she went in this house, she wasn't even invited there. Uh, it, Jesus had been invited to the home of a Pharisee, and she was not invited, but she went in, glory be to God, she was on assignment, and she went in and anointed him. She broke an alabaster box, and it was worth 300 denarii. It was worth one year's salary. And the Bible says that this woman got down on her knees and she began to wash his feet with her tears, and she began to wipe his feet with her hair. You see, this was a woman 
in love with Jesus Christ. She, she was in the glory. She was in the glory. She had come into contact with a man that was like no other man. This was a man that wasn't trying to get with her. This was a man. He had cast seven devils out of her. This was a man who came to give her new life, glory be to God. And so when she went into this man, this Pharisee's house, she didn't even care what other people thought. And this Pharisee, he he was so judgmental, the only thing that he could say uh, about her was if Jesus knew what kind of woman she was, that uh, uh, he this woman was a sinner. Glory be to God. Well, Romans says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, this woman, she went in and she wept at his feet because of what he had done for her. Glory be to God. You see, sometimes people forget, you know, uh, this modern-day salvation, uh, they just go in and shake the preacher's hand and they join the club and, and that's it. And uh, they never give glory to God, hallelujah. But when you find somebody who the Lord has brought out of the gutter, he has literally raised them up out of the muck and miry clay. Uh, The Bible says to whom uh, much is given, that person loves much. Glory be to God. So this woman had been given a second chance. She had been given a brand new lease on life. I know how this woman felt because I feel like that often. Often I just get down on my face and worship at his feet because of what he has done for me. And other people try to critique my praise and my worship, but they don't understand what God has done for me. They have no idea of the depth that he came for me. Uh, I think it's Psalm 30. Let me turn there very quickly. Psalm chapter 30 gives a a very good uh, description of it. Let me get there very quickly. And this is what it says. It says, I will extol thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast made my foes to rejoice, hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me that I should not go down to the pit. You see, when you have that testimony, then then you 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 know what it's like. It, it's, it doesn't matter. You don't even have to be in a church. You don't have to be in a building. There doesn't have to be any music. It can just be you and God because when you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for you, it's easy to get on your face and just worship him. Some people never have a worship experience. Now, the Bible says, let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord. So if you got breath, you ought to praise the Lord. Glory be to God. But the scriptures tell us in John, glory be to God, John chapter 4, hallelujah, tells us and says, but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. You see, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit 
and in truth. We have to learn how to worship God. He is so worthy. He is so worthy. And all of our praise and all of our worship and adoration, uh, it's not even enough glory be to God. Hallelujah. We give him glory. Hallelujah. We sing praises unto our God because he is majestic. Hallelujah. And he sits high upon the throne. Glory be to God. So the word of the Lord says, Arise and shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Glory be to God. It's time to give God praise. It's time to live a life. I'm not just talking about with your mouth. I'm talking about living a life that glorifies God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, you know, we can't even be moved by what it looks like. You know, the Bible says there will be wars and rumors of war, but the Lord is saying that doesn't matter. He said when all these things come upon you to eat up your flesh, they will stumble and fall, though a host should encamp round about you. In this will I be confident. My confidence is in the Lord. My confidence is in God, the creator of heaven and earth, the one who reached way down and snatched me out of the fire, out of the, the, of the fiery furnace, and the one who washed me in the blood of his dear son, Jesus, the one who cleansed me, good God Almighty, glory be to God, hallelujah, and made me a brand new creature. The scriptures tell us about hallelujah, you know, the light. Glory be to God. In Leviticus 6 and 13, uh, uh, the Jews were commanded that the light in the temple was never to go out. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And uh, if that light in the temple went out, glory be to God, um, it was a symbol that the glory of the Lord had departed from them. And so they had to keep oil always on the altar because the light in the temple was never supposed to go out. And that's the way it is today. Our light should bright shine brightly. It should never go out. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And we have to remember that. We have to remember that he is the light. And the light, if the light is in you, that light should never get dim. Glory be to God. It should never go out. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And um, let's look at uh, Jeremiah chapter 18. Hallelujah. And it says, the word of the Lord, which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, arise, there it is again, arise. So you got to get up, glory be to God. And he says, and he says, go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words, glory be to God. So before you can hear anything, you got to get up, glory be to God, and then follow his instructions. Go down to the potter's house. He said, and then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred, glory be to God, in the hand of the potter. My God, my God. So he made it again another vessel as seemed good to the potter to make it. You know, the potter is the one that's in charge. 
He's making this vessel. He's got it on the wheel. Glory be to God. And the Bible says that the vessel that he made was marred in the hands of the potter. Glory be to God. And instead of the potter throwing the vessel away because the vessel is his, he can do whatever he wants to do. But his mercy and his grace endured forever. Glory be to God. So instead of him throwing the vessel, the marred vessel away, he put the vessel back on the wheel and made it again into another vessel. Glory be to God. So the vessel went from being a vessel of dishonor because it was marred, and now he put it back on the wheel, fashioned it into another vessel, a vessel of honor. Glory be to God. Can't nobody do that but the Lord Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. And the Bible says that he made this vessel, but the vessel was marred. It was marred in his hands. Glory be to God. I remember the first time that I saw that, I I thought of my own life. Glory be to God. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, sinking very deeply and stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry, and from the waters he lifted me. Now saved am I. Glory be to God. It was love that lifted me. Glory be to God. When nothing else could help, glory be to God. I tried this program. I tried that program. I went over here. I went to drug treatment facilities. I went to step ones and step twos. I went to all of that, but none of that was able to help me. You see, I needed to be born again. Glory be to God. Born of the water and of the spirit. I had to arise, glory be to God. I had to get up, glory be to God, out of that bed of affliction. I had to get up out of sin, glory be to God. You can't get anywhere in sin. I'm going to tell you why, because the devil, is he hates you, and he goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, glory be to God. But God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have everlasting life, glory be to God. So you can wallow in sin or you can arise, glory be to God. But I got to give you the key to the whole message. When you arise, glory be to God, you got to repent. You got to repent. I don't understand how people are preaching this uh, message of salvation today and leaving out repentance. Glory be to God. Let's go to Acts. Let's go to Acts chapter. chapter Evangelist Taylor? Yes, sir. Do you mind if I can say something real quick? Go right ahead, Apostle. Jump in anytime. Evangelist, I had a telephone call. I can't mention the lady's name, but I can say she was in the state of Michigan. She okay. was so hurt, the, the, the prophet said, hurry up and give me your tax refunds. Come on now, because you're you holding up the line for this money. Go on back there and fill your form out and come on up here so you get a word. But make sure you get your taxes filled out, your W-2 forms, and go to that ATM machine and give me 500 And I'm going to tell you about your life. Go hurry up now. Come on, because I ain't got time. If you ain't got no money, you can't get no word. Can you believe that? My, yes, I can. Yes, I can, Apostle, because you know why they can do that? 
because the oh. people that's sitting up under them ain't got no word in them. I had a person yeah, today. I experienced a person today who's listening to the theologians out of Finland. Okay. And this person was okay. resistant. The person told me, they said, how can you hear the Lord? I said, from your spirit. So she went with this thing here. I, I, I can hear the Lord by following my heart. I said, you follow the wrong thing because the heart is definitely wicked above all imaginations. That's right. Then she said, let the heart alone. Then she said, I hear a whisper. I said, the Bible don't say nothing about they just believe anything. Oh, whisper. It's I said, the Bible people. said, test the spirit. <laughs> it's funny people. That's right. It's more Jesus. people being deceived, being deceived by a whisper. You know what, Apostle? The devil can whisper. You got to know what's coming in your <laughs> gate. You got to know whose voice is coming in your gate. I talked so, to a what? young lady. It's amazing. I talked to a young lady today, and the Holy Spirit told me that there, a voice of deception was speaking mm. to her. And I mm. told her, I said, it's a voice of deception. She listening to the voice of deception, and the enemy's getting in her ear gate and messing her up. Wow. But they don't even know nothing about these gates. They don't know nothing about these gates. And see, God is not pleased with that. God is not pleased. These pastors are not teaching them nothing. These pastors, oh, just, like you said, taking their money and telling them, bring me a check. And, and you know what? That's amazing. How, how are you going to tell somebody to bring you their tax refund? That, is, yeah, that ain't even in the script. They want W-2 forms, file the taxes. They want the forms. Oh. Well, that's, that's pretty bad. But anybody that fall for that, they don't know the word because the Bible says, that we are to pay our tithe and give God a free will offering. Free will means of your own will. So I don't know why these people are falling for that. But like I said, you know, they tell them now they don't even have to bring their Bible to the church. They say we'll put it up on the screen. But, you know, oh, yeah. what if yeah, they, they they're good at that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, but what that's, if they put the wrong now. stuff up on their screen? People, go, people uh-huh. are being deceived. And Matthew, Matthew 24 says, take heed that no man deceive you. They're being deceived right now. They're being deceived, yep. Apostle. Yes, they're they being are. deceived. They're being deceived yes, they by people who call themselves. You know what? They ain't nothing but ravenous wolves in sheep's clothing. Yep. They're devouring the people. They're yep. just eating up the sheep. They're just eating them up. And God is not pleased with that. He said he would give them pastors after his own heart. But the people, just, they just flock to that. And somebody like yeah. me or you, they won't give a penny to. No, they won't do that. Yeah, that's that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. won't give a penny to us. But they'll call you for prayer. They want to wear oh, you, you out you, for prayer. Holler at you, wear you out, use you. Won't give you one dime. Thank you. Yeah. That's all they say is thank you. And they don't even yep. realize that that same demon will be back. That same demon yep. will be back. Because you yep. got to so learn will. how to maintain your deliverance. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and uh, people are not, people, these pastors, they don't even do deliverance service. So when the people no. need deliverance, they send them to somebody else's church. Yep. 
I, I had one but call me. You and offering over there. Oh no, I don't, I don't play that because they I said, "Go on over there with them," because I'm not gonna be laboring with you. You ain't gonna give me. I don't do that no more. Our labor's not worth it. How I'm? No, you got to sow a seed. If I'm, I'm here rooting out demons with you four, five, six, seven hours every day. No, you got to sow something to the ministry. You can't be. No, I don't work like that no more. That's what they want to do. They, yeah. That's what they want to do. They want to sow. I pay tithes at my church, but then go over there and get delivered. Yeah. You're so stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. You're yeah. so true. Just go, go on over there. And, uh, the, the man that used to have uh, Times Square Church in New York, he used to tell people, uh, we don't do that over here. He used to send them to uh, my spiritual dad's church. He was from Jamaica. He cast out devils and all of that. He used to send them. He said, go over to Pastor Smith Church. We don't do that over here. Jesus. Yep. Couldn't cast and out no not, demons. And, 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 and trying to do it in Jamaica. They're trying to get that, 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 that crazy gospel down there, trying to come down there. Wow. The into it, so they're trying to make money now. Everybody want to make money. Everybody in the money. I'm staying on the internet. I don't need to be a normal. Ch- I don't have to. I ain't sitting in the church in five, six, seven years. Wow. I don't even know what it's like to sit in no church. I don't. I, I ain't been in church in five, six, seven years. Yeah, well, I, I don't tell you one thing. There ain't no power in there. Ain't no power in mm-hmm. there. That's for sure. Uh-huh. And guess what? The devil knows it. Oh, ain't no power in there. The they, devil yeah, up in there. Go to sleep. Ain't no power in there. You should it's have saw this one fighting. person was fighting. Well, how how can I hear the Lord? You can hear him from your spirit. She trying to hear him from her mind. I said that the Bible say the Bible say your thoughts are not your your my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither my ways yours. So your ways are not God's ways. Neither your thoughts is. So why would God use your thought to hear the spirit? That didn't make no sense. She was no. fighting. That no, thing was kicking. That demon was, well, I just followed my heart. I said, then you even got worse than now, because the Bible says the heart is definitely wicked above all imagination. <laughs> you got even more wicked. I said, that's nowhere in the Bible that it says follow your heart. That's nowhere in Scripture. There's no biblical reference to that. And you can see her turning. She was turning colors because the truth was hitting her. She was trying to fight against it. And I was going pounding on that spirit. That's spirit. That's spirit. Yeah. They don't. They, uh, they don't read the word, apostle. They don't read they the don't, word. People. Let me tell you what people want. They want you to do all their work for them. They want you to do their battles, fight their battles for them, do everything, and mm-hmm. then they just take. The word. They don't want to suffer. They don't want. They, don't talk about persecution and suffering. Oh no. They don't want, no. Oh, that's something you don't want to talk about that now. Mm-hmm. Lady yeah, called say, me. They say, go ahead, Apostle. Lady called me from Milwaukee. He, she say, the pastor say, ha, ha, that's a $1,000 before I tell you the rest. Wow. He, ha, 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 Now give me a 1000 and then, then I give you the, the rest. <laughs> okay, well. Let me go to my ATM. Hurry up before the spirit leave me. Because it may get me somewhere else. <laughs> and they running for it. After the ATM, she come on back in the thousand. Hi, bye-bye. He's going to be there. Your man, Osho Nohobe. 
in nine months, nine months came by, ain't no husband came or nothing. <laughs> she went to the church. She, she saw she pulled a gun on him in the church. She said, give me my money. She said, give me my money. I ain't going to tell you what she said, but the word boop, 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 boop. Now. Okay. She pulled that money out of his pocket, got her money. You lying prophet, you left the church. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a game for you now. It's a game. Yes, it is. Got yes, a game it is. For you in the church now, boy. And they wide open. They're not even concerned too. about people's souls. No, no, they don't teach like we teach. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. They're not concerned about souls. It's all about money. It's all about yep. money. Yep. And and and, and, and you got the motivational speakers. That's all they do is tell a joke and tell you, uh, God wants you to succeed, and uh, ain't he, they ain't even called to preach, and they up there motivating. They are motivational speakers. That's all they are. Yep. That's so all right. they are. It's and sad. They, they, you know what? And the, the people love it. The people love that. Yeah. They love it. They flock to it. That man got 2,000 yep. people in his church, and he ain't nothing but a motivational speaker. Yeah, they like it. They like it. No conviction. <laughs> no conviction. Yeah. And he said he got well, homosexual. He got homosexual serving in the ministry. They working in the ministry. What can they be doing? Oh, in the, they got pastors in the choir. Got them in the choir. Uh, I had one call me last night. He's in love with Bubble Booty. He's going to leave his wife. He's found his new wife, a man. I said, boy, y'all are just your mind. Reprobate. A reprobate mind. That's where we're at now. Yeah. That's where we're at. We're reprobate mind. Yeah. Well, let me yeah. give you the mic so, so that you complete the sermon. All right, Apostle. I'm going to finish this up. And then uh, when I'm done, I'll be gone. I'm here with you. All right. Amen. So God is saying time to rise and shine because he's not through with you yet. If you are called of God, you need to get up and get going. Now, this message ain't for the people that's playing church. This, this, This ain't for you. This is for people that are serious about serving the Lord. And maybe, maybe you got off track somewhere. Maybe you, you know, made a wrong turn somewhere, and you found yourself like the uh, prodigal son over in the hog trial. And God is saying to you, "Come home." He's saying, "Come back home," and He's telling you that He still loves you, and He still, uh, 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 you're welcome. He's standing by the side of the road with his arms wide open, waiting on you to come home. But the first thing you got to do is arise. And then, you know, what I love about that particular scripture is that that young man, when he got home and he his father embraced him, he, he repented. And he said, Father, I have sinned. I have sinned. So let's go to Acts chapter 3. Glory be to God. When Peter preached, the first message, Peter began to tell them, he, he kind of gave them uh, uh, the short version of what they had done. And uh, the Bible says that Peter 
he uh he began to appeal to the Jews to repent. And Peter said, you know, he said, repent, glory be to God. He said, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. And he said, when the time freshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he said it again <clears throat> over in chapter 2. He told them when he preached the very first message uh, to the New Testament church, the message was repent. Glory be to God. You say you, you, can't, you can't get none of the blessings of God. You can't get nothing until you repent. You have to get in right standing with God before you're even eligible for the blessings of God. Now, everybody likes to talk about uh, the promises of God are in him, yea, and in him, amen. But the operative word there is in him. You got to be in Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. And this is what he said over in Acts chapter 2. Then Peter said unto them, repent and, <clears throat> and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Now, Peter preached with boldness. You know, before, Peter was a bit impulsive, and he was always shooting off his mouth. But, by, but this time, Peter is speaking by the divine unction of the Holy Ghost. And I want to tell you something. You cannot be born again unless you repent. Glory be to God. So don't be deceived by this new age uh, stuff that they preach in the day. They're telling people, hey, all you got to do is come down to this altar and uh, repeat after them and say what they say, say. And, and, and it's not coming. It, it, it's not even, it's not even, uh, uh, it's not your words, it's their words. And so what's happening is people are repeating after them, <clears throat> and then they turn around and shake the preacher's hand, and then they say, you are in now. You are in the body of Christ. No repentance whatsoever. And I'm telling you, they are being led astray. People are being made to believe that they are saved that they are, and they are not saved because there was no repentance. There was no godly sorrow over their sins, glory be to God. They did not see uh, 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 how they had sinned against God, and the things that they did did not cause them to weep, glory be to God. So you cannot have uh, 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 a salvation experience without repentance, and repentance is godly sorrow and turning away from your sins. Glory be to God. And this is why so many people continue in sin, because they never had uh, 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 that, that repentance experience. They never had that. They just kind of glossed over that, and they, now they don't even mention repentance. So people feel like, well, repent. What I got to repent for? I ain't did nothing. But the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We must repent of our sins. Repentance is, 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 is necessary. It's, it's mandatory. 
glory be to God. But people want to, uh, they say, you know, when people hear my testimony, you know what they say? Well, I ain't never done all that. Well, you, you didn't have to do any of that, but you were still born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Glory be to God. So you still, if you if you uh, uh, were born in the uh, lineage of Adam and Eve, and you were because it, all humanity came through Adam and Eve, and which means you came under the curse of sin. Glory be to God. So what we have to do is, even if you never sin, you still have to repent. But there's nobody on this planet who has never sinned. Glory be to God. So. Uh, the Bible tells us, let's go to 1 John. I, I want to go there because people think they don't need to repent, and that's not true. The scripture says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. And then I'd like to back up to um, verse 7. It says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And you have people that feel like, They've been good law-abiding citizens. They pay their taxes. They don't uh, uh, drive over the speed limit. And they follow the laws of the land. And that may be true, although I doubt there's such a person. But what I'm saying is, is that all of us sin every day, and we have to repent on a daily basis. Glory be to God, because you either sin by commission which is by the things you do, or by omission, by the things that you should have did and didn't do. So we have to repent, glory be to God. And so um, uh, the word is is that it's time to arise and shine, for thy light has come. Now, I want to say this <clears throat> as I get ready to bring this message to a close. Jesus is coming soon. Now, no man knows the minute nor the hour, but there are signs all around us that point to his coming. And I'm going to tell you something. I would not play with my life like that. Um, First of all, I thank and praise God that 29 years ago, he saved me in his uh, mercy and his grace. He just uh, saved me, and I give him praise for that. But the things, that was 29 years ago, and here it is 29 years later, and we see things have gotten much worse. It's totally darker, and that's that darkness that um, uh, um, Isaiah talked about. He said gross darkness is covering the earth, and it's getting darker and darker. So I would encourage you today for those of you who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would um, just begin to uh, ask the Lord where you are. Uh, the, the biggest question of, of, of your life is, do you know where you're going to spend eternity? 
You see, the Bible says the darkness shall cover the earth, but the Lord shall arise upon thee. And the thing of it is this darkness, it is darker now than it's ever been spiritually and naturally. And the more we see um, natural, uh, the more we see spiritual darkness, the more you are going to see uh, the natural darkness. It's going to get darker and darker and darker and darker. And, I mean, this thing is happening. It's happening right before our very eyes. Um, it's, It's just so sad how people are killing one another without any remorse. I mean, dismembering people. How can you dismember a, 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 a body, a human body? You know, that, that, that's just, that, I just can't even understand that. But people are doing these horrific crimes today, and it's because there's no light in them. They are able to do it because of the absence of light. Glory be to God. I'm not talking about the daylight. I'm talking about the spiritual darkness. There's, there's a gross darkness in the earth right now, and it behooves us to come to the Lord. Now is the time to draw closer to the light because it's getting darker and darker. So if you don't know the Lord Jesus right now as your personal Savior, I would encourage you tonight to uh, find the Lord and seek him with all your heart. He said, seek and ye shall find. Glory be to God. So to be in pursuit of God, I would encourage you to do that in the name of Jesus. And you will find him. He will make himself known to you. But you got to arise. You got to get up from where you are. Get up out of that bed of sin. Get up out of them dope dens. Get up out of them beds of fornication and adultery. Get up out of that. Get up out of wickedness and abominations. Get up out of that. You know, some stuff that people are doing today, it's just horrific. And I thank God for saving me and bringing me out. And God wants to do the same for you. His word says it is not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, glory be to God, and to the saving grace of the Lord. So this is your opportunity. I pray that you would uh, seek the Lord, even um, ask the Lord to lead you and guide you and bring you out. Uh, Apostle and I were just talking about these churches, so many of these churches now. You can't even uh, go in them because they are more wickeder. Uh, what's going inside on inside the church is more wickeder or just as wicked as what's going on outside of the church. There's a uh, 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 sinfulness, just downright sinfulness uh, going on in so many of these churches. But if you seek the Lord, God will reveal himself to you. Glory be to God. That is his plan and that is his will. Glory be to God. So I just want to share with you tonight to arise and shine and give God the glory. Hallelujah. It's time to get up out of sin. It's time to move forward. It's time, hallelujah, uh, 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 to go on with the plan of God for your life because 
um, God is not through with you yet. And as I said earlier, some people have, have messed up and they feel like it's over and uh, you're stuck somewhere. You're stuck in, maybe it's in a relationship. You're stuck uh, in a situation. You're stuck and you're bound. That's what I mean when I say the word stuck. Uh, but God wants to free you. He wants to unstuck you. And uh, he wants to set you free. He wants to break every chain and, 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 and your shackles. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Uh, God wants you to know that he loves you and that he created you to get the glory out of your life and that he has a purpose and a plan for you. In all that you have already been through, God has kept you alive for his purpose and he, he, he kept you alive so that you wouldn't go down to the pit. But you've got to make a decision. There's a decision that you have got to make. God wants to take you on a magnificent journey. And um, you, you, you would be so amazed. I, I can testify to this. I am so amazed at the things God has done in my life. But the greatest gift of all is salvation in Jesus' name. And I, I just want to encourage you tonight as I close, because first, you got to get up. You have to arise. Get up and get going. Make sure that uh, you, you find the Lord Jesus while, while you can. The Bible says, work while it's day, when no man can work when it's night. Glory be to God. It's time to move forward. Um, and you're going to need some help because you can't do this on your own. You've already tried it and failed. Um, you're, you're definitely going to need some help, but help is available, and his name is Jesus. Begin to seek the Lord, the light, glory be to God, and he will lead you, and he will show you the way. He will illuminate the path of righteousness because the Bible tells us that uh, none but the righteous shall see God. You see, holiness without, no man shall see the Lord. Now, you got all of this stuff that's going on in the church today, but it's not holiness. It's just, it's not, I won't even say it's a form of godliness. Some of it is just downright wickedness. Glory be to God. But God wants to mend the broken pieces of your life, and he wants to make you over again. God is, he's a loving God, and he's a kind God. He's full of mercy. He's full of mercy. Glory be to God. He wants to give you a beautiful ashes. And I'm going to close with that tonight. Hallelujah. From Isaiah 61. Thank you, Jesus. And it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, he, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes. You see, this is what God wants to give you, beauty for your ashes. He wants to make an exchange. Good God Almighty. He wants to give you the garment of praise, hallelujah, the oil of joy for mourning, 
and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. God wants to take what you have and give you what he is offering in exchange, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Hallelujah. That's that's God's plan for your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But the first thing you got to do is arise. Arise also means to come into the knowledge of something. You have to know. When the prodigal son came into the remembrance of who he was, that he uh, had a wealthy father, and he said, there are servants in my father's house who have more than I have. He said, I will arise, glory be to God, and go to my father's house. And that's what he did. And so he got to get up and go. Go to God. Go to God in prayer. Cry out to him. Ask the Lord to forgive you. You know, sometimes the enemy, he tries to make us feel so ashamed of the things that we have done. And in reality, we should be ashamed. But God wants to take away your shame, glory be to God, and give you a new name. Hallelujah. But you got to come to him. You know, it's not going to happen through osmosis. You have got to come to the Lord and give him all of that. Give him your pain. Give him your hurt. Give him your, your, uh, your, your uh, um, sin sickness. Give him your sin. Give it to him. What can wash away my sins? The blood of Jesus. What can make you whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So bring it to the Lord. Bring it to the light and arise and shine for thy light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. God is not through with you yet. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And that's the word that God has given me for tonight, for uh, tonight's message. I pray that you have been blessed. Oh, I would encourage you um, to join us on the Sweet Hour of Prayer, which is Monday through Saturday from 12 noon to 1. We pray. And for those of you who'd like to join us, the number is area code 425 436 6333, and the code is 716-5050. That is the sweet hour prayer. We are on the talk, the telephone praying daily, praying daily, praying daily, family members and friends and loved ones, and particularly for this nation. So that's Monday through Saturday from 12, to, uh, 12 noon to 1 p.m., and then on Sunday night, we pray at 8 p.m. Again, that phone number is 425-436-6333. And the code that you will put in is 716-5050. That's the sweet hour of prayer, prayer line. May God bless you. And um, I look forward to being with you all again on next Thursday here at Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International, 
uh, P.O. Box 1148, Walkertown, North Carolina, 27105. Our um, web address is www.wallsoffiredeliverancemin.com. If you have been blessed in any way by this ministry, you can uh, sow a seed at um, PayPal or through Zelle by using the email address jet245 at msn.com. Thank you again for tuning in with us tonight. This is your host of Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International, Evangelist Janet Taylor. May God bless you. Amen. This is number 6002. Derek Prince speaks on the subject, Deliverance. This is Derek Prince with a word for you from the Word. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to act. Do not say to your neighbor, come back later, I'll give it tomorrow, when you now have it with you. Those are words of very practical wisdom. There's a proverb in the Latin language, if I quote it to you in Latin, probably most of you wouldn't understand, but it's very brief. It says, bis dat quaecito dat, which means, he gives twice, who gives quickly. What wisdom there is in that. When a person is in need and you have the ability to supply that need and the person is worthy of your help, don't hesitate. Don't wait. Don't hold back. If you give quickly, it's like giving twice. If you keep them waiting and frustrate them, then your gift will not really be blessed the way it should be blessed. So don't withhold that which is good from those who deserve it. Don't say to your neighbor, come back tomorrow when you have it with you. There's a kind of stinginess. There's a kind of lack of total honesty there, which...